video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your weekly Scottish dose of all things gaming. If you're new around here, hello, I am Jess and I'm joined by Pure Dead Craig. Hi Craig. Hello. And Andy. Hi Andy. Give me oil in my lamp. <laughs> Don't, I've burning. just said I've had it stuck in my head all day for some <laughs> unknown reason. I need rid of it. Um... Yeah, if you don't know us, we're a group of Scottish gamers and we host a weekly podcast every Thursday, breaking down all the latest gaming news and new releases. And we also publish written reviews over at puredeadgaming.com and some video content on YouTube and Twitch, including a new trophy guide for I'll Kill Her. That's the name of the game. I'm not just... I will kill her. A self-published title by myself. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, In this week's episode, we'll be talking Red Dead Redemption, all the Assassin's Creed's, What's next for The Last of Us, plus our weekly movie review, which was the sequel to Piranha 3D, aptly named Piranha 3 Double D. Dun, dun, dun. If you head to our bio.link, you can find all our social accounts and links to other stuff as well. We think, you, you know, we deserve some of your 1,000 post views on Twitter, but follow us and you can decide. I think I deserve at least six. <laughs> Minimum it's six. It's tough times. you got to really think about what you're scrolling. You do. Oh, that's right, the restriction. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. The great Twitter outage. How do you... So you just, at one point, it just stops scrolling? Is that how it happens? Basically, yeah, you just, you can't see anything. Even if you go to your own profile, you can't see your own tweets. You can't see your mentions, you can't see fuck all, because... So what was this, like, data scraping or something like that, which Mm -hmm. I don't even know what it actually means? It's just basically he has decided that, like, so he bought Twitter... When he didn't need to, and then decided it wasn't profitable enough, and is now finding ways to make it more profitable. Mm. But because there's people that literally just scroll all day, that's churning data on his end and costing uh, money. It's not just people though; I think it's AI. Yes, it's doing it. That it's Um, like startups with AI just like mm -hmm. getting data and information and just. Scaling and that's somehow having an effect that he's not happy with. So, well, he needs to find a way to identify when it's AI. Mm. And leave other folk alone. That is true. I, there's been such a backlash that I'm sure it'll uh, be reversed at some point. But. I mean, it's already went from what six th- six hundred to a thousand. Yeah, I think he's always got like good intentions with a lot of stuff. Is like, but he's quite like, eh, like he doesn't think it through. He just like, no, do this right away, then we'll sort it. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's quite, he's quite like, just fucking put it in place, and we'll work around fine tuning it later. I would he's call it an like oversized that, man baby. <laughs> just like. <laughs> You don't he's, like him? I quite like Elon Musk. I do not like him. I quite like him. I, I think he just he has ideas and he's like, no, we're doing it this way. And I think anyone that sort of says, but what about sacked? And then he does it. Like, see the Twitter blue thing? It was a fucking dreadful idea. The Twitter blue? Aye. What's that? 
So essentially, you know how like for years and years since Twitter started, like if you were important enough, you would get a blue tick to, blue signi- tick. Aye, well, to, to signify that you're yeah. fucking important or you're well known within yeah a circle. Well, it's now you pay a fiver and you get a blue tick. Yeah. Now it should never have been that. Like the blue tick has always been synonymous with right. I can trust this account. It yep. has a blue tick. Mm-hmm. So when it came to paying for twitter it should have been something different because it's been such a weird transition where there was loads of people like changing their fucking name to like sky and then getting a blue tick and then they were just fucking scamming folk and there's certain people are just like well it's got a blue tick and it says sky do you know what i mean whereas it should have been something different but he's just like no no uh, we'll get more because i get what he was going for he's like there's so many people that wish they could have had a blue tick so now i'll let them but then within a day so many people with a blue tick, it didn't matter. So it, it reversed itself. But I think it was just like a gut decision. He's just like, yes. But you now can't take that back. Right. But there's, some, but some, but there's been some good changes as well, though, because that community notes thing is quite a good thing. You notice that? No. Like, if somebody says something, like, let's say somebody, like, the one I noticed today, for example, was some person had tweeted, eh, why is it you can't fly over Antarctica? Like, and we're trying to make it sound conspiracy theorist, you know mm. what I mean? as if there's something there. And then what happens is so many people respond to that and then below it you'll have this wee paragraph which basically summarises what people put into that, basically ah, right. dispelling it. It's called Community Notes. I've not seen And that. right below it it says the reason this uh, is a thing is because there's no infrastructure there really to facilitate a fucking plane landing. So that's why you, people don't really fly. You know uh, what I mean? And stuff like that. It just tells you exactly. Uh, shit like that, Sandy. So rather than just seeing random tweets that are like people are saying shit and right. trying to stir sh- like stuff up people will go actually bang and then when it's verified it'll be below the tweet and, it'll, and it's called community notes no, which I think is a good thing yeah you know I mean? that's the thing like it does need to keep like sort of evolving like it's, it's the just... only place you can really say stuff that isn't it because like YouTube you, you can't say nothing on YouTube these days no you see the amount of podcasts I watch whether like, what was just watch we can't say that but can I talk about that? And so, like, what the fuck is going on? That you can't talk about. You no, know, if you're going to say this, can you please say this word instead? And then we'll know what you're talking about. Like, all that kind of shit. But YouTube's because YouTube has grown to such a massive degree. It cannot be overseen by people. It has to be overseen by basically AI. Yeah. And so AI catch certain words and they can't determine. So yeah. they just, I stuff or just subjects, gets, like I, certain subjects just can't flagged. talk about. Like some certain things you can't talk about. That's why like, I'll, I'll like log on to Rumble quite a lot now, and uh, like use the Rumble app because that's you can people can say whatever they want on there. There's a f- there's a few new ones popping up. There was what's it Blue Sky. Mm-hmm. So like don't get me wrong, right? See after I think it was like the beginning of the week. Everyone was everyone had the torches out. Twitter's dead. We're gonna have to <laughs> fucking that's Twitter done, and it's always so reactionary. Twitter's not done. It would take no. like even if Twitter was going down the tubes, which maybe it is, maybe it's not. It's gonna take a long time. It's not just gonna. It's not just going to disappear. Everybody's not just going to jump ship all at once. It would take a long period of time. So in, I think it was Monday or Sunday or something like that. Everybody's like, oh my God, this is the end. This is the end. You're like, no, it's not. Two days later, everybody's fucking calmed their tits and mm-hmm. everybody's using Twitter again. You know what I mean? But I do think there is going to be like a bit of a gap in the market where something could come in. And so there's this Blue Sky app that's apparently invite only just now. Um, but then seemingly there's issues with that I get sent a thing 
So like, when I invite, how would you get invited to it then? Well, I'm not exactly. Somebody that's already in. Someone in has to invite you. You can you can join like I don't know. You can join like a mailing list, and then eventually you'll be let in. It's just because it's in beta just now. Uh, Once it fully rolls out, but um, so we came first the chicken and the egg. How the fuck do you get in? Fuck knows. But (laughs) so usually when a new social media thing opens up, I usually just like create an account or whatever. I might not go back to it, but Mm. I just have our footprint, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'd, I'd, I think I'd tweeted out and like, ah, anyone want to fire us over a blue sky invitation or whatever it was. And then someone would come back and be like, by the way, before you do this, check this out. Uh, and it was saying that I didn't read the full thing, but it was like, it says in the terms and services that it's basically anything you want me to tweet out, whatever it is, anything you post mm-hmm. uh, will be scraped by AI for data. Uh, so okay. that they can like refine AI over time. So mm. any, so this app and it's as clear as day in the thing like anything you post, they are using your data. Uh, mm. So I mean, like I don't know, these other things crop up and everyone's like, oh, this is the next great thing, and you're like, careful what you wish for. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's not yeah. always like the blue sky is bluer. <laughs> I'm working on that all day. I've I've got the uh, I don't know if you look done this, but I've got the AI worked into Siri. You done that? We are our Android users, so no. Oh for fuck's sake! We've got Betty. <laughs> fucking Android users, fucking green texts. Who uses fucking texts? It's not fucking <laughs> two thousand and one. I know. See, when somebody actually sends me a text, I'm like, you know, get WhatsApp. I just don't respond to them. (laughs) (laughs) Just like when you respond to us in a green bubble. (laughs) One of my my cousins, like, sometimes she'll message me on a text app and sometimes Mm. on WhatsApp. And see, if she messages me on a text app, I just fucking completely ignore it. And then, like, about three hours later, she'll message me on WhatsApp and I'll be like, and I'll reply straight away. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to see you. She's like, what's your problem? They're like, you're my fucking problem. Get me the times. Why is that annoying though? Actually, it is annoying to me as well. I don't like, I don't like, you're like, you're taking me out of this app and make me go to another one. <laughs> what's going on? It's too much, it's too much to deal with. I've got, notific- I've got notifications off on my normal message app. That, just that's because it upsets swiping me. swiping up of the finger and then clicking another app is just too much effort. <laughs> Uh, but I'm not being sarcastic, actually. No, it's it's the same with like I lost my Facebook login, so I can't use Facebook. For, but for some reason, my phone's still signed into Facebook Messenger. Right. And if somebody messages me that, they get fucking ignored and all. <laughs> oh, I totally know where you're coming from. Though I hate it when folk like message me. I'm like, what are you doing? You fucking idiot! You know get. What's that? Yeah. What is going on here? You, my message inbox really mostly consists of like a verification code. Exactly. Or like exactly. the doctor's Aye. reminder or dentist reminder Aye. or something like yes. that. Yes, Domino's have got a deal on. <laughs> Mine's the exact same, right? I've got a, a, a boiler service <laughs> text. I've got one for a music competition and I've got one from an annual oil. <laughs> yeah. It's, just, it's boring adult shit that comes to that, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> What a shite. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of a lot of shite. You. You need a toilet break. No, I don't. I'm getting skinned two quid because somebody got punched in the face. Oh, yeah. Well. What's that about? What's <laughs> the chest fairy for you? Literally just about to start podcasting and all you hear is, daughter comes down the stairs. Our son's thumped her for being an idiot. And all of a sudden... Somehow that cost me two quid. Yeah, well, 
Where's the justice? Do you know what I mean? And two fairy will come through the window tonight and see her, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, she's hoping Dwayne comes through yeah, the window. That was the rock, just he wouldn't fit through the window. He's an absolute oh, fucking no. balloon. Or ride it up. An absolute balloon. <laughs> and I wouldn't even have the strength to fend him off because I'm on a diet and it's <laughs> hard going. <laughs> I'm withering away here. I can hardly yeah, How many times have we talked about food with you? What's this diet about? <laughs> diet? What we eating? No, we're no eating. I'm not eating a lot. That's, <laughs> that why that's, grumpy. that's the problem. <laughs> it's been on and off. We did have, so I started the beginning of last week and it was going really well, but because the kids were away. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the luxury of dining out. Yeah. Mm. So I had... Which is good for some... Aye. So, go? Well, from Monday to Saturday, I'd lost six pounds. Then we went out for a fucking stonking three-course meal. <laughs> And when I, weighed in, when I when my way in was the next morning, three point two pounds. <laughs> that food was literally right. three pounds. Pre pre shit though. If I'd taken a shit first, it might have been a different story. <laughs> but I didn't. Half a I didn't. Pound. Half a pound. I easy, easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Lido. It was very nice. Actually, one of the best meals I've had in a while. Lido. Really yeah. good. Really good. The That's starter what, was fucking phenomenal. That's what me and Heather had our first date. Ah. In Lido. They didn't. They didn't mention it. And nearly. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting everybody know I'm spoken for now There's so many folk banging at my door with DMs uh, They yeah. won't answer because it's not a WhatsApp <laughs> exactly. What's you happening, love? What's happening, you fucking dick? What's happening, love? I'll get in touch <laughs> But yeah, I've been, been trying to diet but I'm still still having the meal. Like tonight we had we did have we had, you'd bought burgers, so we did have that. But other than that, today all of it is a protein bar and a bit of chicken, a breast of chicken at lunch. Yeah. So I'm trying. I'm trying. It's been do hard. You, to... Do you eat shit though? You don't oh really eat god! Sh- oh, I do. Oh, I do eat shit. Oh, I do. Aye. What do you eat between your meals Which are like go-to Oh, stuff? another shit. Everything. Like it's my, part <laughs> of my problem is right. See because. See, because I'm busy all the time, oh. I take the easy option. And right. so, like, I don't generally have breakfast, but I'll get up in the morning Same. and I'm straight out the door for work. Mm-hmm. It gets to usually lunchtime and I've not eaten anything. Yeah. But then I'm like, by that point, you're starving. Aye. And so you make the wrong decision. And I'm driving, I've got fucking hunters of work to do, and I'm like, fuck it, I need to go buy McDonald's. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Or I won't even do that. I'll just go and grab two packets of crisps and two chocolate bars, and that's my lunch. Right. Stuff like that. Aye. So it all adds up that way. And then at night, I'll sit and snack as well. Right. You need to, uh, you need to find, like, a good snack. Because mm. I've tried, I've moved on to, like, dates and raisins to try and mm. snack on. Yeah, well, I made a nice... Um, like pro- homemade protein bar mm. that like the base layer was made up of like oats and dates and then we had biscoff but it had protein powder mixed through it so it made it a little bit better nice. and then a wee thin layer of chocolate and it was really good it was she did a good job of that so i'll be making more of that yeah and i'm back on the porridge i've been i've been eating quite a lot of porridge sweet obviously because i'm not a fucking cereal killer and i put protein in it as well right so it's the snacking that's killing you because i don't think you'd eat too bad meals you know what I mean? No, like your not... dinners don't sound bad. It's just all the snacking and shit that's killing you. Aye. The calorific the content that is yeah. troublesome. It, yeah. But it's trying to like get the time to get back into the gym as well. Like I want to be working out at least three, four times a week. But oh, I need but to don't. I need to be going at like half ten, eleven o'clock and like we've just been busy, so by the time it gets to that time I'm like oh, I can't, I'm too far. Oh no, that's like, understandable, hundred percent. Once you get in the house, like I would be the same, I would be like I have to go right after work. 
so that I'm knowing who's because once you get settled, you're like, fuck this. See, I'm usually all right. Like, I quite like going late <clears> at night because the gym's 24 hour and you turn up late and there's nobody there and you can just suit yourself. Like, I really yeah. enjoy it, but I have to, I just need to get into the routine of it. Like, I cannot, I couldn't go to the gym straight after work just because every gym is fucking bouncing and see waiting mm. to get on equipment, it drives me fucking nuts. Oh, I, I would rather wait until it's quiet. Oh, but I'll get there. Progress has been made. Pure Dead Fit is off the ground. We're recruiting members. I don't think, right, okay. I think we should get a different uh, spokesperson for this. Right. <laughs> how, how dare you? <laughs> I've, I've already said my plan is in six months I'll be hosting fitness classes live on Discord <laughs> behind a paywall. <laughs> See how that goes. In a mankini. Oh dear. That's where the value is. That's definitely worth uh, nine ninety nine a month. Watching me try to keep my junk in the trunk. Mm-hmm. What a sight to behold. After us talking last week, I can't remember if it was on or off the podcast, I went back to Righteous Gemstones. Oh, I would think. Well, I'm, at the moment, I'm just sort of rewatching what I'd already seen because yeah. it had been that long. Like, I, I remember I watched like the first four episodes as they came out week by week and I enjoyed it, but I just sort of fell off. So I'm just going back and watching them again because it's been that long. It's been fucking three years or whatever, you know what I mean? In fact, yeah. probably four because they probably took a year off during COVID. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I think it's hilarious. So, uh, I like but Danny no, I'm enjoying it, enjoying it. I think Danny McBride's really funny. I like Eastbound and Down as well. I think that's fucking See, great. See, I thought that was hit and miss. Yeah. I really like Danny McBride, mm-hmm. but I thought most of it was good, but there were certain episodes when I was just like, that wasn't, that wasn't as good as other ones. Yeah, I thought it was good. I think he's a better Will Ferrell, to be honest with you. Aye, I, nah. don't like, I really don't like Will Ferrell at all. I think, oh, I, did, I think every fucking film, he just does that same fucking yes. thing, that elf that elf thing ah, where he just shouts oh he's, get, he's, ve- he's very one dimensional like, I think see, it, these films funny. that are good are good but aye, it's getting yeah, old now but that's because they were at the beginning when aye. it was like oh this is well f-. and then it's like oh that's all you can do alright oh, okay and it's getting fucking well old I do think Danny McBride plays the same character in a lot of things as well he does, but he's not abrasive and Will Ferrell's just abrasive in your face with that that's true <gasps> You know what I mean? It's fucking great. Like, really see, great. like, see, Righteous Gemstones. He is the exact character from uh, Eastbound and Down, an exact character from like the one with the end of the world and stuff like. Like, he's he does play the same character, but it's a good fucking character. Yeah, the, the Righteous Gemstones. I just like there's something about it. I just find so funny because yeah. I love all that. Even watching that, see that. Uh, evangelist thing in America mm. see even watching the real thing that's funny as fuck like Benny Him and all that kind of stuff or whatever you call him the wee guy with the, the wee kind of Pakistani looking guy with the hair uh, Benny Him I think it is Benny Him they're like proper I've evang- the name you know like how they get oh, and they're like that and touching folk and, and going praise, the Lord, praise the Lord and see watching that for real it's fucking hilarious because you're just watching it going what are they doing aye it's not as intended, but it no, is unintentional it's, humor. It's, it's so funny. So I actually having a uh, comedy program based on it. I think it's proper good. Uh, and I, just before we do this, it's not in the news, but there's been more going on with Activision Blizzard, Microsoft. I've oh, not, fuck. I've not wrote any of it down because I just, we've said this before, I just fucking can't. 
but there's been loads of interesting stuff coming out. Like, I don't know. Like, there's going through certain emails and stuff like that, it looks as if Microsoft sort of started to second guess Game Pass, like in about 2019, 2020. Like, there was, right. there's internal emails been like, is this the right course of action? Mm. <laughs> like, I, I just. We've spoken about this in the podcast before. I don't, I don't know, like, your two views or whatever, but, like, I've, I've sort of always stuck by this. Like, I, I don't think it's a good thing for gaming. I think it's a good thing for consumers, but I don't think it's a good thing for gaming. And, like, I, I honestly think that Microsoft has realised that now, mm-hmm. but the train's fucking left the station. Yeah. Like, once you've made Game Pass, you can't fucking unmake Game Pass. Like, you can't now turn around and go... Like there was, there was at one point there was slight talk. I think it was because there was a, a Starfield advert or trailer or something like that that forgot to put the Game Pass logo in it, and then all of a sudden everyone was like, "Wait a minute!" So Starfield not going to be in Game Pass? And it turns mm-hmm. out it is. Mm-hmm. But folk were like, "Wait a minute! Are we going to have to pay for that?" And like Starfield's going to be worth the money. It's going to be fucking well worth seventy quid. You can tell already by looking fucking at it. It's going to be worth seventy quid. It's going to take months of your life to complete. Aye, but because everything comes day one to Game Pass that's under the Microsoft banner, if that didn't, folk, folk would be livid. Yeah. It's so hard, you just, you're right, it's hard to go back after that. It's, you it's can't. Like, Gears 6 is going to be an incredible game, but see, because Gears 5 was day one in Game Pass, mm-hmm. Gears 6 has to be day one in Game Pass. You can't turn around and go, Actually, we've, de- aye, we've decided now you're paying 70 quid. Aye. So, like, I honestly believe, like, if Xbox could go back to... 2016 or something like that. I don't think they'd ever have made it because I think they realised. So far gone now, aren't they? But it's but, it's too late. Yeah. I mean, um, you look at the Netflix <clears throat> model; like they're having to sort of it took try years. and increase the monetary aspect of right. it, and you know they've yeah. kind of re took years for Netflix yeah. to become profitable, and now well, imagine they turned around and said, "We're, we're going back to fucking posting new DVDs." <laughs> You're fucking <laughs> raging, aren't you? <laughs> You're like, what? I've got to wait two days for us to go through the post. I just want uh, episode 19 of season three of The Big Bang Theory. You just want to watch a random episode. Guys, I'll post you that out on a USB stick. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Oh, man. But it was so convenient back then, wasn't it? Imagine, remember when it first started, you were like, this is fucking amazing, I just post them back. And like, you just post them back? Yeah, you just get them through the post and you post them back, it's amazing. And now you're like, if that happened, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? I'm going to go to the post office. You'd be furious, <laughs> wouldn't you? So it's funny how so much like stuff changes and it just changes your whole outlook on mm. it. Because beforehand, that was like fucking amazing. I remember thinking that was oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. And I got like, like four... How has technology came how this far? It, how, how has it come? I get like three movies at a time, I'd post them back and I was like brilliant I've got my next man I don't know what it is but I'm going to get something you know what I mean <laughs> and it's like if I can't watch the thing I want to watch right now I'm raging it's <laughs> that instant gratification isn't it but yeah like by the time this podcast comes out so I think it was it was either Thursday or Friday last week that they sort of both sides settled mm-hmm. and so the judge is going to make his decision it could even come tonight it likely will have been made by the time this podcast goes live but if they go in favour of Microsoft, then they're probably going to go ahead with the deal. If they if they go in favour of the FTC, then the deal's probably dead. But what do you think is happening? I don't know. Like, I, it's hard. I I still think somehow the deal goes through. Mm. I've always said that. I just think somehow in the end, money wins, even though I don't think it should. Like, I don't want these people consolidate. I don't like big businesses buying big businesses. I don't think it's good for yeah. fucking consumers overall. No. 
But um, I tend to think that somehow, some way, they'll just do it. And I think if they get over this hurdle, then the CMA in the UK will eventually roll over and that they would get the deal through. But like, if they don't, there's like three ways this goes. One, they go fucking nuts and buy hunters at other smaller developers mm-hmm. and publishers, which mm-hmm. they could do. Mm-hmm. We all saw the list. They want to buy fucking everybody. Um, two, they either, they just stay the course and because, so like say by 2030, there's probably not going to be consoles. Everything's going to be cloud. Like you'll get an app on your TV for all your like PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, whatever it is. In fact, Nintendo will definitely still be in a console, wouldn't it? <laughs> 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 what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Nintendo, but he's listening to the Game Boy 3 or something like that. But um, aye, most of them, the fucking companies that are with it, will be, they'll just be apps and stuff like that. So Microsoft could just sort of stay the course and be like, we're better prepared for this. Because they are way ahead when it comes to cloud. So they could be like, once cloud really does take off, we're in a better position to succeed. Yeah, I used it for the first time last week, actually. Um, for Need for Speed Unbound because mm. I just seen it there and I went oh what's this and then I was like oh it's playable right away I ran so because we were talking about it I went I'm going to try this out and actually see what it's like right? and I was so surprised how because I, I don't know why in my head I thought it was going to look a wee bit shitter graphics wise mm-hmm. but it was like fucking crystal clear mm-hmm. and the only time like it was every every now and again like it kind of like uh, like pixelated and kind of jerked a tiny bit yeah as it was obviously loading up mm-hmm. But like, cause I know it was cloud game, it's almost made like an excuse for that wee bit to Aye. say oh, I'm, that's all right. Yeah, because I literally just got to play it right away. You know what I mean? But if like, if they get that so that it's like you don't get any jerking at all, it's like, mm-hmm. it was like literally like playing Aye. as if it was installed. I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. Yeah. It's impressive. Like Microsoft have done a good job, and like you don't, you, it's not like you can only do that on your console. Like you could load that up on your phone and just Bluetooth, connect a controller to your phone for your Bluetooth and play it in the fucking park that's if you had good 5G. That's mental. It's ah, it's, impre- mental. it's impressive stuff. Like, it is the future, obviously. Like, 10 yeah. years from now, we'll be sitting here laughing the same way we did about posting out DVDs as we did about having a console in your corner, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, crazy, man. And so they could do that, or, and I, this sounds extreme, but I don't think it's totally out of the realms, because Microsoft is such a big company that they could turn around and go, fuck this, and just walk away from gaming. I don't think they will, but they could. And it might, like you think Xbox is like fucking massive, and it is, but to Microsoft, it's not that massive. Mm. Like I wouldn't put it past them to sell stuff off and just be like, we're fucking done with this. If folk are going to treat us like fucking assholes, then but fuck there's, yous. There's too, like, you can't have like too much of a monopoly, though, because... I mean, that's a thing, isn't it? Like, that's why mm-hmm. these governing boards are there to prevent somebody having too much of a monopoly. Yeah. But, and it really seems as if this goes through, they're going to start to have that. And it sets a president and just going to keep on buying up. Mm-hmm. And then it is going to get to that way. And like mm-hmm. you say, that's not great for like competition and all that kind of stuff. No, it's not. I mean, the thing is that because Microsoft has Game Pass, they now need content for Game Pass. And yeah. I think, we, in fact, we got a question and it says... That's the main uh, driving force for all this, really. Oh, aye. They just, they need content for Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, who was it wrote in? Um, aye, they didn't have a name, but it said, uh, the third-party day one releases in Game Pass seem to be drying up. Does this add more weight to Jim Ryan's claim that publishers don't like Game Pass? There has been less of them, but like that lies a P still coming... Um, 
there is others as well. There has been less, so I think it does lend a little bit of weight to it, but I think Game Pass still suits a lot of developers. Like, Jim Ryan went on the stand and said that unanimously, that wasn't his exact words, but basically pretty much unanimously all publishers hate Game Pass, and that's obviously not fucking true. He's mm-hmm. talking about the ones he's spoken to, mm-hmm. but there is clearly publishers that do like Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like I think part of it was like so. See the guy that owns Activision, or the sorry, CEO Activision, Bobby Kodak. He went up on the stand and was like, uh, they asked him because he was on the stand. He had to fucking tell the truth, and they were like, "What do you think uh, about putting your games in Game Pass?" And he was like, "A oh, fucking chance." <laughs> I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, you know what I mean? But he was right. just like, "That'd be a fucking stupid idea." There's absolutely no way, no way. <laughs> and that obviously didn't look good for Microsoft. But at the same point, they're talking about Call of Duty, a game that's the biggest game in the world. Obviously, he doesn't want to put that in a subscription service because no, it no. makes billions yeah, every yeah. year. Fucking right, it does. Like Game Pass suits smaller games, I think. Like games that aren't going to make. Yeah. Yeah. It all comes down to money at the yeah. end of the day. Well, you know, is it better for them to put it on it because they think they'll make more that way, or the opposite? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. But interesting. So that either probably will be more news on this by the time you hear this but we'll maybe cover it next week or maybe not maybe we'll think about it we will think about it so will we move on to this week's biggest releases yes okay there's not many okay synapse yes if i said it correctly yeah synapse (laughs) Uh, we spoke about this last week um, in depth i would say but yeah it does release july 4th on psvr 2 if you're interested in that so it's uh do you want to explain what it is, Craig? It's essentially like a roguelite. You're as a first-person shooter. You are Im- sort of impregnating the mind of someone that you need to get information out of, and you are going through waves of enemies. But it's all about the gameplay. It's cool as fuck. So on your left hand, you have like telekinesis powers. On your right hand, you've got a gun, and you can literally like pick up like you can pick up say like a crate and just start smashing it at people Mm. and you can there's like barrels you can pick up and so the way the controller works is with the telekinesis you can push your uh, trigger in halfway to move stuff and then crunch it through to make it explode and the way all this works is through eye tracking because the headset can track your eyes so if you're looking at an enemy you can move stuff over to where that enemy is just by looking at them and that's so all. It feels like telekinesis. Aye, that's pretty cool. As far as telekinesis goes, it's the most comprehensive yeah. it's ever been in a game. Like, because mm. you get upgrades where you can then pick up enemies. So if you look at an enemy, you'll see a slight highlight around them, and then you can just pick them up and start smashing them off a wall, or you can bring cool. them towards you and then shoot them in the head. It's it's really fucking cool. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, some people have said the game is quite limited because. A lot of it is almost like it's like chromatic. It's like black and white with like splashes of color, yeah. and so each each time you get into a new wave, you go into a new designed level. But it's all procedurally generated, and there only is maybe like five or six different. No, there must be eight, I suppose. Maybe a wee bit more, maybe eight or ten different maps. But you start in a different position each time, and the enemies are located in a different position. But it does get a bit samey. But the combat's just so fucking fun that it just becomes like I don't know. I tend to play I tend to play a VR for like a maximum of like an hour just because I don't like having the headset on for too long. Mm-hmm. But there was plenty of times in the last two weeks that I've had like two or three hour sessions because it's just so much fucking fun. I'd I'd recommend it highly. 
We also have The Settlers, New Allies, coming out July 4th as well on Xbox, PlayStation, Switch and Luna, um, where you can experience the reimagined and legendary build-up real-time strategy game with new features and stunning graphics. I used to love these games I when I was wee. I was just wee. about to say, I played The Settlers a lot when I was younger. Settlers 2 was the one I played a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's like one of the first ones I played like that, then I moved on to Age of Empires. Mm. <clears throat> I wonder if it's still... I mean, it's obviously still going, so it probably is still as good, but mm. I think what what first brought me in was Settlers 2, I'm sure it was. The graphics were a little bit like uh, Theme Hospital. Yeah. And that, because yeah. I love Theme Hospital, I know they're totally different games, but the graphical style, I was like, ooh. Ah, and the then, kind of isometric, I, making, making your world. Nah. Yeah. And it was so nah. fucking cool, Settlers 2. Yeah, it was quite good. I just, my worry now would be, I bet it's too in-depth. Like, back then, yeah. there wasn't, like, there was enough to keep you interested in what you were doing but it wasn't you didn't have to fucking there'll be so much shoes the right size for each fucking yeah. wee settler or something like that but now <laughs> it will be you know what i mean like oh yeah. this one's a fucking vegetarian or oh, somebody's to go out and fucking kill a <laughs> kill a tree for fucking bill over in the corner because he's dying because he's not the same as the rest of the settlers <laughs> fucking can he go out and shoot a pig and have a proper breakfast yeah you're probably right you joke but it's probably it will be do you know what I mean it'll be too in depth and that's what bothers me these days is vegan resource management aye like can we not just have a fucking diddy <laughs> mode where we can just enjoy ourselves <laughs> <laughs> might be cool but um, and yeah we also have I want to say guilt I believe that's how it's pronounced which is spelt G-Y-L-T in capital letters yes uh, it's coming so it's out guilt coming out on July 6th on PlayStation, Xbox and Steam. So this is a third-person survival horror game from Rhyme Studio Tequila Works and you play a Sally uh, who... Fuck's sake. Who has to... What's wrong with... Don't know. What's wrong with Sally? Main character, Sally, is in a bit <laughs> of a bind. Yeah, so... Yeah, Sally who has to sneak around her gloomy town and dark corridors of her school while evading monsters and looking for her missing cousin. So... So it's like, I don't know, almost like pixar type graphics, but then I think it is like a little bit too scary for younger kids. Um, I think I read something, it'd be a good entry point into horror titles for tweens. Okay. So that's the sort of angle they're going for, I think. I think this game originally was like a Stadia exclusive. It was, right, yeah. Right. Yeah, and then it's been absent for a while because Stadia has been absent. Aye, so Stadia gets shot and put down and now any game that was exclusive on that is looking for a riot uh, looking for a lifeboat yeah the, the reviews i've seen three reviews so far all gave it a six out of ten mm. it looks all right it pains me a little bit because it's made by tequila works who make some amazing games like they made sexy brutal and they made deadlight which was both amazing games they've made mm. some really cool stuff in the past and uh, it seems like this one was a wee bit of a mess, although the folk have said it's worth checking mm. out, just not great. It doesn't do anything unique. Yeah. Well, Craig, you've just nicely taken us to deal of the week with your comments there. Yeah, when I was looking up uh, what Tequila Works had done, turns out they've got a sale on Steam, along with fucking 80% of the rest of the games on Steam because it's a Steam summer sale. So Sexy Brutal on Steam is down to three ninety nine and... Deadlight Director's Cuts down to £1.34. Both fucking awesome games. Highly, highly recommend. 
If you're on PlayStation, Control Ultimate Edition is down to £8.24. And Xbox have got a sale on on old games. Okay. And so I thought these were quite good. Rockstar Table Tennis, which was a fucking brilliant game back in the day. An Xbox exclusive, by the way. Rockstar made an Xbox exclusive. Uh, and it was it was a fucking banger that fucking yeah. table tennis game. I had so much fun with it. It's down to five ninety nine. And remember the two standalone DLCs for Grand Theft Auto Four: Lost in the Damned and Ballad of Gay Tony. Yeah, they're there. I I've only ever played both of them once. I don't think I've, I don't think I've played either. They're really fucking good, especially Ballad of Gay Tony. Oh, I love The Lost and the Damned. Was that your favourite one? It just felt like a totally different game because mm. it, it was like from a different perspective and yes. different bits of the map. Aye. It just felt like a whole new game. It was amazing. Aye. Well, on the <clears throat> Xbox store just now, Lost and the Damned is down to £3.37 and Ballad of Gay Tony is down to £6.74. So I think I'm going to pick up both of them because I, I, I played both of them at launch, but that would have been 2009 maybe? And I haven't played them since. And I've been quite hard to play though. I think so, not really. Still no. pretty much the same controls from Grand Theft Auto 4. Mm, I think it'll feel a bit janky. A little bit. I mean, I did play quite a bit of Grand Theft Auto 4 recently. Nah, it takes a wee bit getting used to the driving, yeah. especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I fancy checking this out. I don't, the only thing I don't know, so check this out if you're interested in buying it, but you're on the fence. So on Xbox, Grand Theft Auto 4 has been auto scaled up to run at 60 frames a second and it looks a bit better. Mm. I don't know if that inc- goes for these as well. Mm. I presume it maybe doesn't. How much money they make if they remastered these games well, for a new generation? If you want a remaster from Rockstar, mm-hmm. I've got some good news for you in the news. Really? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. <laughs> I thought you said really. Said don't get me bully. excited. I fucking love Bully. <laughs> I know you don't as well said it. Fuck's sake. Day ruined. <laughs> What one? I'm going home. You need to wait for the news. It's a fucking... Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving breadcrumbs here. Sorry, sorry, guys. I apologise for skipping the head sections. We Alfie was just about, to, <laughs> just about to turn off there. I'm not very and professional. And I've fucking... I've, I've kept him on the hook. Let's <laughs> try to reel him in now and Jess is coughing in my face. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Um, okay, let's move on to the games we have been played. No, the games we have played this week. What have I played? Just Zelda, I think. Just Zelda. I mean, you say just Zelda as if that's like... Living in a Zelda wonderland. But it's just, yeah, it literally, yeah. That's all I've played, I think, once again. To be fair, we were kid-free, and so we didn't really have as much time for gaming less over the last week. <laughs> like, even I've played less. I don't know why you're laughing. What's that? Why is that so funny? <laughs> because I don't know. What's the insinuation, Jess? Well, I feel like you left an insinuation. <laughs> what have we been doing? I wasn't. <laughs> Spending quality time together. I wasn't suggesting anything. Okay. That's just your dirty mind that's come into play there. <laughs> She's fucking beaming here. Look at that. You can even get a heat off her face, Andy. Right. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to share what games you've played, Craig? Uh, well, Synapse, but you made me talk about that earlier, so thanks for that. <laughs> uh, I also played I'll Kill Her mm-hmm. Yeah tell me more about this one because There's not really that much to tell So 
It is a... Well, I'll read, I'll read directly from the blurb. It says, A visual novel ah, okay. in see. the form of an interactive comic book about love, life, and fighting to be heard. Strange game, right? $3.99, easy platinum, obvs. Uh, and yeah, it's a wee bit strange. So you s- the splash screen on PlayStation, when you bring it up, is a cartoon girl in a wee pair of pants and a see-through skirt. So it sets its stall out pretty early doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trophy... I mean, I have got a trophy guide on on YouTube that not many people have checked out, but you can if you want to. And in this... Doesn't you so the story if you play through it, it's about twenty minutes and it is literally just an interactive comic so you're just clicking through but it is it's quite well animated and how like the it switches from like scene to scene within the comic that's quite cool the story is really bizarre I'm not gonna reveal all of it because that's the point of buying the game but essentially you've got a young troubled girl who is in infatuation with a guy. Uh, sees the girl that he's seen as a problem and decides she's going to kill this other girl. Right. Uh, story goes into some pretty dark places, <laughs> including a father figure strangling someone and stuff like that. So it's, it's quite weird. The remainder of the trophies are this... Not, I wouldn't call it a mini-game, but you basically go into this dress-up mode where the girl is just standing in her brand pants and you have different sort of... Like, it's almost like it's more sexualized than this, but Ern's had stuff like this, like books where you would like you'd have like magnetic clothes where you could dress up. Yeah. Like right. it's like a kid's book almost, but this is like she's in her brand pants, so it's clearly trying to be sexualized. And there's like seven trophies attached to dressing the girl up in a certain way. So a bizarre game. Yeah. But an easy platinum, three ninety nine. <clears throat> Check it out. And the main amount of time I've put into it is Final Fantasy 16, which I'm about 20 hours into now. It's really good. It's really good. 18 of those have been cutscenes. <laughs> See, to be honest, probably not far off. <laughs> I, I was playing it when Andy came round earlier, and he was like, I let's see a bit of this. And it took a while before you could see a bit of yeah, it. I wanted to see the world, and it took us a while to get there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's like five minute cutscene, go and talk to this guy. Walk five paces, five minute cutscene. Go back and talk to the other guy. Five minute cutscene. Yeah, and it's not as if you were clicking X to interact with folk. You were just literally walking by people and they were going, Oh, I want to talk to you. Uh, oh, Clive. Clive. Yeah. Clive is the guy's name. It is. It's, it's, it takes a bit to get used to. Clive, Nigel, and Simon, the fucking trio of fucking terror. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but look, I mean, jokes aside, it's a really good game. Like, Thankfully, the story's really good because if it wasn't, these cutscenes would be really fucking annoying. Yeah. So the fact that the, the the fact that the game and the story so far, sorry, the gameplay and the story so far are both brilliant. It does keep you going, and like I don't know, every time I get to like the end of a play session, it's because I've got something else I have to do. I'm never like right, I've had enough. I'm always wanting to play more of it. Ah, it does look good. Yeah. So as so far, it's really good. My only concern is, I would say. Probably 70% of folk have said, great story. 30% of folk are like, story falls off a cliff. Mm. And for me, if the story falls off a cliff, I'll definitely have like a, a sort of different opinion of it yeah. because I'm I'm here a lot for the narrative. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so far, so good. So far, so good. Do you play another Need for Speed or just jumping into that? 
That was that really. Man, I just give that a wee go. The, the that was the one you played, wasn't it, with the strange art style? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks cool. It's yeah. on EA Play now as well. And Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe check it out at some point. I quite like the idea of the sort of like not anime but like No, but it looks realistic, but then it's got like cell shaded I kind of comic book yeah. like uh like the dust kicking up and yeah. this, like, when you're screeching. That's all like cell shaded. Yeah. It actually looks quite cool though. Mm-hmm. I remember before it came out and some folk were like, I can't fucking believe they've done this. And you're like, there's a million racing games. Let them do something different. Exactly. You know I mean? Come on to fuck. Fucking shut up. I know. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. I can't believe they've done this to racing games. What will I play now? I can't believe Forza they've done this Horizon to me. 5. Fuck off. I can't believe they've done this to me. <laughs> oh. Before we move on, though. I'm going to say this on the podcast because then I have to actually fucking do it. So I spoke last week about Dave the Diver. Yes. I have it fucking installed and I have not had a chance to play it. I will play that for next week. It looks fucking brilliant. And also... Dave the Diver? Dave the Diver. That's not the song. (laughs) It should be, but... uh, That's Bob the Builder. (laughs) That's Bob the Builder. Um, Yeah, it's like a... I don't even know fully what it is. It's, you've got like resource management and you've got to go down and catch fish and stuff like that and bring them back. And then you've got like, huh? you, you sell them and stuff. I don't know exactly what's going on, but it's had really high reviews and it looks cool. Oh my God. Um, you don't have to play some shit. Oh no, this, I didn't give it a 9 out of 10. <laughs> Said it's one of the best games this year. Oh for fuck's sake. Dave the Diver. But also... Apologies, I cannot remember who recommended this on Discord, but there's a game up on the Switch, only the Switch, called The Last Hope. That's the cover for it. What the fuck? The Last Hope. That Mm. looks sick. What does that look like again? The Last of Us. I know, I'm (laughs) joking. 99 pence. What is that about? I mean, it's, it a like clear, a, it's a clear fucking rip-off, but I need to see what this is about. Is it 3D, though? I don't like, know. I don't know what it is. The last one. Right, okay. So I'm going to play that and report back because it looks fucking hilarious. I can't believe it's not been taken down yet. Certainly wears its inspiration on its sleeve. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, time for some news, then. News, news. I was believing the Bringing you the news with your digging team. Always believing. So, last year was full of Red Dead Redemption rumours, including potential next gen versions of both games in the series, before subsequent reports claimed that any such remasters were halted for Rockstar to focus on GTA 6. Well, the series is back in the limelight again, with rumours this time focusing squarely on the first game in the series. Last month, the Korean Ratings Board posted about a new version of Red Dead Redemption from Take-Two Interactive, a version that Jumatsu notes is separate to any existing ratings of the game for Xbox 360 and PS3. And adding fuel to the fire is Last Stand Media's Colin Moriarty. On the last episode of Sacred Symbols, he spoke about the existence of a Red Dead 1 remaster, confirming that he had seen proof of its existence. So we're getting a remaster of Red Dead Redemption, which is cool. 
Fucking right it is. I would definitely play that. And it seems almost certain that Undead Nightmare will be bundled in, which is great because that is one of the best fucking DLCs ever. That was good. Really, really good. Yeah, it was good. Um, when was Red Dead Redemption? Like 2010? I think you're a bit oh. right, actually. Yeah. Okay, so it's not like it's... I'll just find out. Hold on. I think it was 2010. It was after GTA 4. Yeah, you're spot on, just... Yeah. 2010. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's the year we got together, Craig. Aye, it is. Aye, well remembered. Mm. That's becoming lore now. <laughs> Good year. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely replay this. I felt bad, so I tweeted this out about it being a rumour, and about f- a dozen people responded, been like, is it coming to PC as well? Because the original never came to PC. Mm. Strangely. I don't know why, but it never. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It's just a rumour just now. But since then, there has sort of been an update where it's like, ah, there's no mention of a PC port. <laughs> like, fuck's sake, they're getting done again. <laughs> oh, these PC folk, man, they take some licks. Fucking <laughs> 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 unreal. Oh, dear. They've got more chance of getting a fucking working PS3 emulator. And that's like a fucking golden goose. But yeah, I'd, I don't know if this... I, I'm not sure exactly where this came from. So the calling information I got secondhand because of, I think it was Gimatsu, because I never got a chance to listen to this week's Sacred Symbols. But I'd tweeted out on Friday, Thursday or Friday, being like, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a Rockstar, like a mini showcase in the next mm-hmm. two months. Because remember there was that, a couple of weeks ago, there was that guy who they reckon is going to be the voice of the main protagonist in GTA 6. Mm. And he was like doing like an Instagram live or something, yeah, if that's yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. was like, ah, oh, you might hear something in a few weeks. Da, 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 da. And then you've got this as well. So I was like, maybe they'll reveal both of them together. Mm. I tweeted this out. And then over the weekend, I saw multiple tweets and... I think maybe even a couple of outlets been like, yeah, there's talk that maybe, maybe it'll be revealed in August. And I was like, fuck, I think I think there was quite a lot of likes and retweets when I when I said that, but I was literally just talking about Mars. I was like going, I think this might happen. I'm like, mm. I hope I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think I did, but I'm like, oh really? no. <laughs> Somebody come back and going, You fucking lied. I clearly just fucking talking about Mars. I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> any information, do you know what I mean? But yeah, hopefully we hear soon. Next up, Daedalic Entertainment will be shutting down its in-house development efforts in the wake of the binworthy Lord of the Rings Gollum. company has been both developing and publishing games since 2007, but this change in operations means 25 employees will be affected, though they say it'll support our former employees in finding new opportunities within our network. I can't believe this fucking Gollum game so absolutely bad, yeah. bulldozed an entire company. It was so Ouch. fucking bad that... It's so what you were supposed to play as Gollum? Uh, you, it was a stealth game where you were Gollum and you were fucking sneaking about trying to, I suppose, I presume, get the precious, I'm not sure. But it looked like shit. It looked like a fucking Xbox 360 game. Right. It had been delayed for two years. The stealth was like insta fail, so anytime you get seen, it would just send you back to like a checkpoint. So it was like frustrating. Oh, didn't look good. Didn't run well. Everyone should feel bad that was involved. <laughs> but yeah, so we've got a review on the website uh, from Couchy who 
has the tagline anything but precious and he gave it a three out of ten so mm. i just want to know exactly how much responsibility he's willing to take for these <laughs> for these for these people being out of job yeah because well, when... if had he gave it a 10 that would have changed the whole thing yeah uh, well we don't know <laughs> we don't it's know a, it's a weight he has to bear now Exactly. Mm. I mean, if it was me knowing that people ju- people's jobs were on the line, I'd have probably extended it to like a five. But but then he's got to be true to himself, and if that's what he thought it was, that's what he thought it was. So, I mean, to be fair, he has jumped on the diet train with me, so he gets slack for that. But I mean, blood <laughs> is on his hands. Next up, two unnamed Kotaku sources have popped their heads up to let us know that Assassin's Creed Black Flag is getting a remake. Apparently the project is still very early in development with the report stating that it won't be completed for at least a few years, so it's unlikely we'd get any official clarification soon. Ubisoft Singapore, the main studio behind comedy hit Skull and Bones, is apparently heavily involved with this now rumoured remake. I love that game. Everyone did. What a fucking what a quality a game. What a quality release. It was a great game. So much time I spent in the fucking ocean just sinking ships. Oh wait, was I was great. talking about skull and bones, were you? Oh fuck no. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Talking about black flags. I was, I was... Of course I'm not talking about skull and bones. I was keeping the joke going with skull and bones. <laughs> <laughs> no, black flag was good. Fucking right, it was good. Yeah. It sounds strange because it was like what, twenty thirty? it came out so it does seem very early for a remake Like, but Last yeah. of Us did that I suppose that was the same mm-hmm. year um, but yeah and this, I mean this is supposed to be like very early so you're talking like 2026 2027 before it would be out yeah you could probably still play it in its original aye I mean it's, it does feel a bit dated upscale it maybe like to, yeah. I don't think it needs a proper well, a proper remake aye folks seem kind of quite divided in this like some folk are right into it Others not so much. It's concerning that the Skull and Bones folk are involved, though. Mm. I mean, that's hilarious that they still can't even get a beta of that out on console, but they've switched focus to a fucking remake of another game. <laughs> that absolute audacity. <laughs> to be like, this thing doesn't work yet, but yeah. see this thing you love? We're going to fucking start making that as well. We're put our folk, fingers all over that. Aye. Folk are like, just fucking leave it alone. Just go away. <laughs> but um, according to Insider Gaming, they came out with a thing over the weekend saying that apparently they'd dug in uh, to some sources at Ubisoft and said that there's 11 Assassin's Creed games in the works. At Ubisoft, aye. But between probably like mobile and all that kind of I imagine. Well, they listed them, so there's... Assassin's Creed Mirage, which comes out in October, fair mm-hmm. enough. There's Assassin's Creed Nexus, which is a VR game coming to Quest. Yeah, Looks yeah. fucking awesome, fair enough. There's Assassin's Creed Codename Jade, which is coming to mobile later this year. And see, to be honest, I mean, I'm not going to play it because it's a mobile game, but it mm-hmm. looks on the level of like maybe like Assassin's Creed 2 or Revelations. Right. Looks all right, but it's a mobile game, so it's got that stink on it. Um, then there's Assassin's Creed Red Hex and Invictus, which are all, like, I think Red's due 2024, then Hex and, and Invictus are due, like, 2025, 2026. What are they, just Assassin's Creed games? Just aye. So they're supposed to be making sort of, like, a hub 
and then these games will like be played off of it. So they're gonna be. I don't know if they're gonna be smaller titles or if they're not, but oh, right. I, they're supposed to be kind of making Assassin's Creed into like a platform almost. Uh, mm. And then the ones we don't know about or we didn't know about before, where there's one listed as Assassin's Creed Nebula, which says it's just at the prototype stage. There's Assassin's Creed Raid, which is at the prototype stage. Assassin's Creed Echoes prototype stage. Assassin's Creed Nexus Two, which is an uh, would be a sequel to the VR game. It's in discussions, and then they've greenlit uh, a remake of Black Flag. Fucking hell. So uh, Ubisoft have been down in their luck a little bit recently, and it seems like they've decided that Assassin's Creed is the way to get fucking right back up on that horse. It's a good bet, to be fair. They always sell well. I mean, if you're looking for money, it's not the bad. It's not the worst idea, is it? No, a lot because uh, better that than making another free to play shooter. Or fucking Watchdogs or something. Because mm, I, I don't think that was that good. I loved Watchdogs, but nah. it didn't sell that good. Well, I mean, it so well, but not Assassin's Creed well. So yeah, wasn't a fan. I don't think we're getting a fourth Watch Dogs. No. Development of a third entry in the Last of Us series is apparently beginning to ramp up with motion capture looking to take place this year, according to Twitter leaker, Twitter leaker viewer Anon. Supposedly a reliable source in the movie sphere, the profile previously posted Neil Druckmann's next game as The Last of Us Part 3 and has now expanded on that claim. The claim Naughty Dog is rolling cameras and recording audio for motion capture and that Ellie is at least as important in Part 3 as she was in Part 2. Mm. Super insightful. I just can't believe that this guy is trying to leak something that's already out. Mm. The Last Hope. Come out and switch. <laughs> It's the, it's the it's it's how they tie up the story. <laughs> I, just, I just seen a screenshot of it, by the way. Yeah, a man for a treat. Oh, why? I'm purposely going in without looking at any screenshots. Uh, Will I get like, my 99p worth? That's like looks like a fucking Dreamcast release or something. Ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just confirmation. Like, even if Naughty Dog were thinking of making something else next. I think the success of the TV show would oh, have made yeah. them go, actually, mm-hmm. let's just fucking wrap up. Let's let's just do the trilogy, wrap it up in a nice wee bow. Yeah. Makes sense to do another last 100%. of us. Mm-hmm. Nah. Definitely. And Ellie would have to be a big part of it, I think. In fact, we're talking about that recently. Maybe that pure PlayStation episode, but like it was like about would you like to see what would you like to see from The Last of Us Part Three? Like obviously Fuck your spoilers, but uh, Last of Us Part 2, you sort of played half the game as Ellie and then half the game as Abby. Like, would mm. you prefer it was all Abby this time or would you prefer it just goes back to just Ellie or do you want to see both their stories continue or someone I would be new introduced? Somebody new. I just like, in the world, the world's quite cool. Yeah. Now that, uh, spoilers, <laughs> spoilers, folks. Uh, now Joel's that, quite the golfer. Now that Joel's did, um, <laughs> Because I kind of like playing as him more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Call me misogynistic. And I On you go, folks. Um, Thanks, because you got a beard. But I prefer men. <laughs> <laughs> so I would be happy with just somebody else, maybe just in that world. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if, it, if it's Ellie, if it's that other lass, it's somebody else. I think I would care that much now. Mm. Now that Joel's away. I'd like, I'd like to see them finish the story I know some people think they did like Ellie lost everything stuff like that but I, think, I still think there's more to tell with her 
and I do think like The Last of Us Part Three ends with her dying. Like I, I, I think there's a lot of people that think like, oh, like, The Last of Us it. Part Two ended in a sad note, so we need another bit so that Ellie can have her happy ending. But I don't think the the world of The Last of Us has it's, a happy ending. It's in not it. a game like that. In it, no, no I it's think about it the harsh ends. reality of the world, really. In it, I, I, I was saying on that recent episode, like I think Part Three could be she finds hope somewhere else and maybe the child or something like that. She's got something to fight for and then she dies at the end. Yeah. And it's just the, the overarching story is there is no fucking hope mm-hmm. in this world. But like you say, like I would love, I don't think they'll do this because I don't think they'll want to keep working on Last of Us, but I would love to see like, see instead of just doing like a new character, I would like them to be like, so at the same time as what was going on with Ellie and that, here's what was going on in yeah. the UK. Yeah, here's what was cool. Here's what happened in Tokyo at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that would be really fucking cool. Yeah, Even if it's just like a shorter story or something like that. Yeah, that would be quite cool. Actually. Yeah, there's loads of like secondary characters though that they could pick up oh, from as well, you know, and uh, explore more of them. But it's just yeah, like Joel's brother or something. Yeah, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Like what he was doing when he mm-hmm. left, you know. Nah, what I mean? there's so much of a gap. There's, they yeah. can even they can tell a prequel story with Joel. Like that's what I was just years thinking. later. That's what I was thinking they could definitely do a prequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you would say you would probably think they would maybe do like a third one, then maybe do like a prequel after that. To go back to Joel mm-hmm. if they wanted to make more money. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised if we got that out of the TV show because yeah. they're definitely going to want to squeeze as much as they can out of Pedro. Oh no, hundred percent. The absolute, <laughs> the sexual innuendo coming out of her today. How much would you like to squeeze out him? She's getting it for Pedro. She's getting it for the Rock. You're going to be knackered. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Look at the redness in her face. <laughs> Is it because you're excited or embarrassed? I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Let's PG things up with a Disney Speedstorm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this made its early access debut on consoles back in April, but soon it will become accessible to everyone. Um, developer Gameloft recently announced on social media that it will be lifting the exclusive paid period and making it the proper free-to-play experience for consoles and PC on the 28th of September. The early access period has apparently allowed the developer to implement all sorts of improvements leading to its full release. I saw some footage of a Toy Story track which looked really cool. Obviously I played mm. a wee bit of this in the early access like demo that we got um I enjoyed it. It was good fun for what it was. Um, so mm. um, I'm looking forward to it coming free to play um, with. I never thought of that. They could do some really cool tracks. Yeah. Like with Disney mm. IP. Like a Toy Story track could be really fucking cool, to be fair. Yeah. I do think it's interesting, though, like how quickly this is coming out of early access. Mm. Like I'm still waiting on Dreamlight Valley. Aye, Dreamlight Valley, <laughs> a year, more than a year later, is still in early access mm-hmm. because folk are paying for it and fucking playing it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think with this, although you, like you said it was good and everybody else I heard from said it was good, I don't think there's that many folk playing it. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we need to get this free mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's the con? They're just going to say, look, you pay for it now and then it'll be free later on, but then it never is free. Could, it could be with Dreamlight Valley. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah. I mean, the whole... We spoke about it at the time, but the whole... Right, it's an early access, so you pay us just now for it, but once it's ready, it's free. Like, what? It's never been the did, model. Like, did, did somebody get it the wrong way around and you have just continued to run with this? Like, what's going on? Well, yeah, I suppose you could look at it in a way as pay, pay to help us refine it, mm. and when you help us refine it, we'll give you it. 
you know what I mean? Is uh, it, like, you, is don't that know, you bought it, you did get extra stuff. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, no incentive, but... Mm. Yeah, it was weird. I know, I'm yeah. it was weird. But I, I, I still think, like, you said it controlled well, mm-hmm. and if it does control well, if they keep adding Disney fucking characters and tracks, a free-to-play kart race is probably going to do pretty well, you'd yeah. think. Yeah. Definitely. And Rise of the Ronin details have leaked online, courtesy of The Snitch, a formidable leaker. Via his Discord server, he had the following to say. Game is a mix of Assassin's Creed, Ghost of Tsushima and Dark Souls. Many item descriptions are used to make the lore bigger and better. For example, it was produced in the craftsmanship style associated with a renowned blacksmith named... Yeah, such name. and such a name who lived oh god yeah uh-huh. uh, there's numerous that, that guy who lived over there <laughs> yeah uh, there's numerous side quests that are more like Ubisoft side quest designs there's difficulty options skill and technique trees performance and quality modes planned romance options and it's got it says planned Q1 2024 yeah this game looked really fucking cool it's like a samurai game it's kind of looked potentially open world like what they showed off in like trailers and stuff like that looked fucking awesome the worry was it looked like a souls game it looked a lot like that sekiro game yeah i didn't like that aye and so i liked everything i saw about it but i was like this is gonna be hard as balls yeah fuck's sake so see as soon as i saw difficulty options i was like oh oh, oh, mate and then they used the word ghost of tsushima and assassin's creed and i was Mm -hmm. like right this this might be quite good i'm in so yeah, looking forward to seeing more of this. Looks cool. It's also been announced that the upcoming remaster of Ark Survival Evolved will be launching a little bit later than planned, with the release window now set at October twenty-three. It'll be available in early access until late twenty twenty-four. The remaster, which will be called Ark Survival Ascend, is intended to bring the Survival Evolved experience into the next generation with an Unreal Engine 5 overhaul, but the team says that working with Unreal Engine 5.2 has proved challenging, hence the reason for the delay from August to October. I just can't believe that anybody would delay a game into October. We're we're pretty pretty Mm -hmm. set in October. Aye, right, so here's, here's October, the 10th, the new Forza game. The 12th, Assassin's Creed Mirage. The 13th, Lords of the Fallen. The 17th, Alan Wake 2. The 20th, Spider-Man 2. Jesus. The 20th, the new Super Mario game. The 24th, City Skylines 2. The 24th, the Metal Gear Solid Collection. The 25th, Alone in the Dark. Holy fuck. Imagine delaying a game and going, October, lads, aye? (laughs) (laughs) You fucking idiot. (laughs) Imagine somebody scheduled it in. Like fucking Big Jacob's getting there and went, I've just put it in for October, guys. Wait, wait, Jacob, have you not seen October? Aye, but it's it's fine, it's already in though, I've done it. It's all paid for and done. No, 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 you don't understand, Jacob. Look at the release list we're up against. Unbelievable, man. How? How? I don't know how Jacob's still got a job after this. He's He's a fucking chancer, is what he is. I just, what the fuck, man? Why would you do that? And especially, like, it's a, so, it's like a remaster slash remake of the first Ark game, which I never played. I heard it was quite good. Yeah, never played it, played it but um, I don't think I've ever heard of a remaster or a remake of a game launching in early access. 
the whole thing's a bit fucking weird. But I, I, in October, man, what a fucking. I don't have much time to play it. <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna fucking play it. No. Boulder's Gate Three will now launch on the third of August for PC, nearly a month earlier than previously planned. Meanwhile, the game's PS5 version will launch slightly later, directly up against Starfield on sixth of September. The delay will allow. Baldur's Gate 3 to run at 60 FPS on PlayStation 5 with the game itself featuring over 170 hours of cinematics alone. That Larian Studios exec Michael Douse pointed out is more than twice the length of the entirety of Game of Thrones and more than three times the dialogue of all three Lord of the Rings novels combined. Okay now... How I still don't understand why people keep thinking this is the brag that they think it is. <laughs> Fucking, this is oh. going to take up. This game is going to take up your life. Thanks, pal. I know. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's huge Baldur's Gate fans that are like, "Yep." And there's probably quite a lot of them. It's apparently quite a popular. I didn't realise this, but it's yeah. apparently a really popular game. 170 hours of cinematics. Now, <laughs> it sounded so condescending when you said that. It sounded like a really popular game. I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't realise it was a fucking popular game, but apparently in PC it's huge. Right. But Fuck it's one of these things that you're like, oh, that sounds shite, and then there's like fucking hundreds yeah, yeah. of thousands of people playing yeah. it over in the corner on yeah. fucking LAN connections with fucking chubbies. <laughs> but The virgins. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 170 hours and obviously I think that'll be like maybe you'd have to do multiple playthroughs to see all that I don't know but they did say that a comprehensive playthrough would take 200 hours so maybe it's like Final Fantasy and 170 hours is cutscene and 30 <laughs> hours is gameplay <laughs> <I'm marging. laughs> but I just fucking hell I, I don't know like it, it goes back I always remember the dying light thing where the guy's like oh you need a second job because it's 500 hours to complete our game and everybody was like fucking hell and he had to come back out like two days later and be like look look if you, if you just want to play the game it's 20 hours honestly <laughs> he's never <laughs> ended it fucking he had to walk it back but like turning around saying in this game our cutscenes last twice as long as the entirety of Game of Thrones Fuck that. Jesus Christ, man. That's a fucking weird brag. That is a weird brag. <laughs> You're it? absolutely right. Too much, man. Okay, and finally, a few other bits of news. Atlas Fallen, the upcoming action RPG from Focus Entertainment and Deck 13, has officially gone gold. This lightly rules out any delays ahead of the 10th of August 2023 launch. And speaking of August... Uh, 10th that has now been confirmed as the day straight will launch on xbox following its timed playstation exclusivity mm. that's one to keep an eye on andy the, uh, the well, cat game well. yeah i've started to play it myself you're the only one that's i was about to just say you're the only one that's played with your pussy but then i was like i don't want to lower to your standard because it's you, that, <laughs> it's, it's you that's been lowering the tone and i didn't want to have to go there now i have <laughs> Now I've went there. I hope you're happy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Try better myself. Yep. Okay, that's all for this week's news. I hope you can better yourself in this week's movie review also. Oh, what about that? Once again, lots of boobage and bottoms. Yeah, so if you listened... It's got an extra D on it. If you listened last week, you'll have heard our review of Piranha 3D. 
and after the events at Lake Victoria, the prehistoric school of bloodthirsty piranhas make their way into a newly opened water park in Piranha 3DD, which was our film this week. I had two clips from this film that I wanted to share on Discord, and I had to make a not safe for work channel before it would let me post them. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I told her that I was watching this and it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up having a fucking debate about uh, women and sexualised in movies, and I was like, oh, I should never tell you this now. <laughs> like, and I think she had a fucking point. Like, I was like, you've, you've got a point, you know what I mean? Because it was like totally sexualised. Oh, aye. I mean. But I was just like, yeah, I'm never telling you what films I'm watching ever again. <laughs> See, see, the thing is, like, we we spoke pretty favourably of the film last week, mm-hmm. right? Like, don't be wrong. Last week they were fucking sexualising women, they'd, and they had some cocks in there too. They weren't, they were, they were mixing it up. But I thought last week's it was still a good film. Like, do you know what I mean? It was still, it was funny. There was a bit of a story. Like the, yeah. the CGI was decent. There's like a cock in this one as well. Right? But I think, and this sounds wrong coming out of my mouth but they lean too hard into the sexualization this one and that see to be honest that was pretty much the only difference in the film i thought the story was poorer in this one yeah it was was. the decision i don't know like you know that they're like the first one i don't know they make stupid decisions but i feel like in this one it was just like why would you do that yeah. some yes. of the actions they were taking you're like uh-huh. that you just wouldn't do that yeah the bit where the bit that annoyed me right at the start when the two lasses were on the, the jetty and then they're like it's breaking and they're like trying to get and it's breaking they're trying to get onto the land again i just run exactly just and then the, the lasses like it's coming away it's coming away she's like one foot's on one bit one foot's on the other Step and it's over. moving so she's getting and it's like, come, just jump, just jump. And it takes like 30 seconds and then you should literally just steps. Yeah. Aye. They try and, and make um, it some dramatic scene. Exactly. It's literally, it's literally a, a it's not as if she jumped and then she grabbed her. <laughs> she, she she, she's stepped. saying, just jump over and she puts her hand out and they're holding hands. I know, and it's like, un- un- unbelievable, honestly. Aye, like stuff like, there aye, was quite weird. a few frustrating bits like that Very. where, you know, like, I don't know, Very. everyone get out the pool, but nobody's actually getting out the pool. Yeah. I mean, that, to be fair, that did happen in the first one as well. Because you've got drunk fucking college kids are just like, woo! Mm-hmm. But I suppose I. there is that. But yeah, there was stupid stuff. Like the main girl, like she's worried that the piranha are going to get through a grate into the park. So, so she goes down and she fucking, swims, fucking swims down there Even to see if there's a hole in it. And you're like, well, yeah. you better fucking hope there's a hole in it because if there isn't a hole in it, then they're all in there with you. <laughs> Which they are. Which they were. And then she was like, oh my God. And you're like, what did you fucking expect to Because like, you're in their element. You can't out-fucking-swim them or out-manoeuvre them. No. You are out with your domain. Yeah. So why are you going in there? Even You should know better. You're a mean, marine biologist. You should know better than to fucking go in there with a fucking snorkel. Mm. Absolute stupidity. really is absolute stupidity. Yeah, I, th- I think just like, right, it sounds weird to say that they struck the right balance in the first one when you had, when, when you had right. Kelly Brook doing a synchronised <laughs> naked swim. But there was enough good folk in it where there was aye. good acting and it was just like, it felt like, like aye, this is tongue-in-cheek satire. But it was like done well. Yeah. This one feels like see if the first one was this film, I'd be like, I'm not watching the sequel. Mm-hmm. Aye. Oh, you know aye. what I mean? But I gave the sequel a go because the first one was actually alright. Yeah. I, I just feel like in this one, 
it was almost like the same film except looser story and they were like but we'll just make up with that for that with more nudity yeah yeah now don't get me wrong i still enjoyed the film it's not as it's not as good as the first one but i mean if you can't get any joy out of a piranha making its way inside a woman's vagina and then reappearing when she goes to lose her virginity by coming back through the vagina attaching herself to the male the male penis then he start he she basically starts convulsing on the bed and yeah. he's like oh my god oh my god and he's stoking about the place with a piranha stuck to his cock he then gets a kitchen knife mm-hmm. now i would cut the tail off the piranha and hope exactly. that scared it enough or do something to the piranha yeah. with the knife 100 percent. but no he just goes right in there lobs the entire cock <laughs> whips off his head the and I'm like, that's a bit drastic. It was drastic. Because I thought when he'd done that, you, you don't see him doing it, but I, I thought the impression was when he'd done that, like he'd cut the fish. And mm. the sound it dropping was the fish, mm. the prana. Mm. Full I was like, cock. no. Then you see his fucking head on the floor when she gets up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, he's fucking cut, he's cut his dick off. Well, what, what happens is, fuck? so she wakes, so he, aye, you would cut the tail off the prana and hope that would scare it enough to loosen its jaw. Or you and would fall put the off. knife and it's like, mouth and try and pry it away for your something I you would you would try and save what's left of your cock. 100%. Not not this guy. He's just like I don't need this anymore. I'm not... <laughs> I don't need this anymore. I've used it. I've done a ten. I don't need this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can do no better. Aye. And so the the best part of the whole scene and it's hard to say that because it was what a scene man. Mm-hmm. I mean you've got a piranha coming out a girl's vagina and attaching itself to a cock, right? Yeah. It's it's inception level stuff. So the best part is that after he whips his cock off with a knife, you don't you just hear it thumping the ground yeah. and then you don't see what happens to him. No. She then wakes up and she's like Oh, I've I've I've, I've lost my V card. What's happened? What's happened? And she starts going about looking for him. And she walks over and she sees this piranha on the kitchen floor and her the out of instinct, she just punches it. It's on the floor and she just goes, Doo! and when she punches it, it spits the cock out. And <laughs> then, only then, she goes, ah! <laughs> now there's a cock in the ground. Uh, there's now. a piranha on the ground. And her reaction is to fucking yeah. punch it. <laughs> and then it spits the cock out. The blood all over the walls and floor was exactly That was the giveaway. And then he appears back, yeah. knife in hand, going, what's happened to me? What did you do to my cock? Fucking blood pouring out his fucking, what used to be his penis. Yeah, I have to say, I think the Hoff was a highlight. I think yes. he did well to sort of mock himself uh-huh. in the role. See, when he's when he's sitting up on the, whatever, the big chair, mm-hmm. and he's, he's already had interaction with that ginger kid, and then the kid's in the water, and he's in trouble, and he just turns around and goes, little ginger moron. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the Baywatch music hits, and he starts running, and then about halfway through, he's just like, Jesus, I'm fucked. <laughs> like there was good bits there was funny bits yeah, in the film yeah. do you know what I mean it wasn't all terrible but yeah I, I, again I didn't go back to check fully but there was a Weinstein involved in this one oh, I think it was like his brother or something like that but it's a mm. little bit uncomfortable seeing names like that in the credits when it's I don't know you're just like right half the film is solely about objectifying women mm. 
what was going on behind the scenes of this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he is a fucking bad individual. Yeah. This one, I think I, I commented last week, I can't remember the exact number of days, but I think it was like 42 days or something like that it was filmed, the first one was filmed in. Mm. This one was shot in 25 days. Oh, right. So I feel like that almost says quite a lot about it in terms of the quality. Yeah. Um, it was evident that it was probably first know, take hashed together quite right. quickly. Yeah. Will that do? Aye, that's fine. What about Fat Dave shagging the the hole in the water? I mean, so no. he's, he's found a bit where there's a current and he just starts fucking shagging it. Do not kid on you've not done that in the swimming pool. And your silence speaks volumes, Craig. I have never your been silence. alone. I have never been alone in a swimming pool to have the chance. But it's nice to know that you've just been in the in the fucking corner. Oh, I don't care if it's fucking. Hundred percent. I've been at that with the jetty comes out with the water pressures coming out. That's what it is. It's the water pressure coming out, the water coming into the pool. Right, talk us through it. So, <laughs> you've got those jets in the water and it's like, it's spewing out, like it's like a shower, almost like a shower head. Like, it's spewing out water. That and, so and so you're over there starfish. So you put like, your like, cock you up against put it. your cock right next to it and it's like, fuck, well, hello. 100%. I'm just joking. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> You must have been some sight walking to the fucking showers. That he's <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got a fucking erection. He just swaggering past. Um, Am I the only one here? Seriously, I've never done that. I can honestly I, say I would admit to it as well. I bet you there's folk in the Discord that have done. Oh, this. I can assure you there's folk in the Discord. <laughs> I can assure you there's folk in the Discord that have fucking uh, dropped trousers and done it. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking place are you kidding Brilliant. you're in good company um, <laughs> Ving is it, how do you pronounce his name Ving Rames Ving Rames Ving huh? Rames I appreciated his shotgun leg mm-hmm. which they made in like a night as well that was a thrill. well it's just sticking a shotgun well, to a fucking leg to be fair yeah but, <laughs> <laughs> it, took a full night. it was in the trivia that's what it said <laughs> took a full night like, that's more sellotape <laughs> 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 it was cool, but uh, we let's, try, let's try some duct tape this yeah. time. I liked him. Like, see, so him and the guy out of the league—that's the guy that's like his helper. And uh, I did appreciate how he was there because he's scared Paul, of the water. Uh, Paul Shear, aye, and yeah, he keeps tra- he keeps trying to dump him in. And, yeah. he's, and he's like, no, no, I can't go, I can't go. And then there was like a, oh, put it down. Um, yeah, because the, the main guy had hired all like strippers mm-hmm. as lifeguards. Yeah. And one of the strippers walks along and says, hey, don't you push that poor legless stump into the water. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, yeah, that was good. Um and I forget the guy's name. He's in so many fucking funny films. Like you remember him from like Waiting and stuff like that. But the guy who's like the sort of fifty-one percent owner. Oh yeah, yeah I know him. The guy, I mean yeah. Chet. So once the shit finally hits the fan, and he's like, this is one of the clips I put in the Discord. But he's like, right, I need to get fucking out of here. Mm-hmm. And he com- he's got like a box full of money, and he comes out. And as he comes out, there's a woman lying completely dead mangled on the floor and there's like a seven-year-old girl 
like leaning over her crying because it's clearly her mum and he just sort of walks over and like hands her like about 20 quid and goes it's not my fault it wasn't my fault that's <laughs> compensation <laughs> then he gets <laughs> then he gets in that wee car drives along gets his fucking head torn off mm-hmm. by like razor wire it goes flying through the air lands in a stripper's hands who's topless obviously and she's got blood all over her tits and she motorboats his head oh. I didn't see this, but sorry. Cause Did I you know it? I, I fell asleep like maybe like 20 minutes for the end, so I missed the end. Well, you need to get yourself over to the Not Safe for Work section of the Discord. Cause, uh, <laughs> aye. So it's like razor white, cuts his head off, his head goes flying through the air. This stripper grabs it, she's got blood all over her, and she grabs his head like, and she's like, ah! And she's just like motorboating his head. And... Jesus Christ. Now, he will be hoping, obviously, that that was not a prosthetic head and that they used his actual head and then CGI'd the rest of his body out. <laughs> um, yeah, I, obviously this... I, I don't know if you've got the... how much it made sort of thing. Well, obviously, the first one was quite successful, relatively. It did all right. I'm, I'm guessing this one didn't. No, so five million was the budget for this one. And at least three million of that went on convincing people to take their clothes off. Potentially. Um, it says worldwide gross eight eight point five million. Yeah, it's not great. Because yeah, at the end they're gonna lose money. That's true. But at the end you've got Doc Brown saying that the piranhas have evolved and they can now walk. No. Aye. So you see them sort of like they get their fins and they start to like move a bit oh, outside the what, water. Because that's what he was talking about in his book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that was clearly trying to set up a third film that yeah. I am pretty devastated we never got. Walking piranhas. Because mm. this piranha, it sort of walks a little bit out of the water and there's this kid that's like seven years old and he, he's like, piranhas do it. And the piranha just jumps through and fucking kills him. I mean, and the- then the whole credits is just watching this boy without a head twitch on the ground. Mm. I mean, the puppetry is good, to be fair. Yes. Puppetry is really good. Look, when they actually have the piranhas live there in the scene, mm-hmm. it looks great. See, to be fair, actually, I, I would imagine that one of the reasons why the film was done so cheaply was because they would have still had all that stuff from the first probably film. Probably, yeah. Because right. they probably spent quite a lot on like the puppetry and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, obviously some of it was CGI, but some of it was clearly like actually made and they would have just yeah. reused. I just like... I'm just I'm with you Jess this, the film this, the story in that was just shite in this one it was just not very good mm-hmm. the first one was like I was you could see it, like there was a wee bit of purpose to it and all that kind of stuff but this one was just like a cash this felt like a cash in mm-hmm. didn't it yeah. on, the, on the name yeah. it and it was a bit too like I don't know American teen drama for me some yeah. of the storylines as well I was like definitely over this so yeah should we rate this one I win oh come on that was shite mate. fucking hell did you miss the whole bit about the the piranha coming out the girl's vagina and attaching onto the penis? I'll never forget that. <laughs> I'll I've go yet, for it too because of the hoff. Three. I've yet to tell Heather about that bit. Three stars. <laughs> it's about time she saw a decent sized cock. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have not yet selected a movie for next we're gonna week. Do, we're going to do the one Terry selected. Oh God, okay. It's, it, it looks okay, it. so next week we are watching Craig. I was trying to scroll through his messages, but he keeps sending me fucking pictures of his garden. <laughs> Honestly, the guy's like, a, he's a, such a fucking predator. A tusk? Yes. Right at it here. Tusk from 2014. 
that's what we're going to watch next week. He promises us we will have some hilarity with it and it's not that bad a film. Okay. What's that about? Dare I ask? Elephant's tusks. The synopsis is a brash and arrogant podcaster, so that could be any one of us, uh, gets more than he bargained for when he travels to Canada to interview a mysterious recluse who has rather disturbing fondness for walruses. A walrus, okay. Colour me intrigued. Right, there's a podcaster in it. Let's fucking go. So we'll watch that for next week. Yes. Be there or be square. Do right, and your your thoughts on that one? We would like to hear from you. Yes. Also, I will promote this ahead of time. But one of the features next week, we're going to take a look at the first ever official PlayStation magazine from November nineteen ninety five. And we'll have a wee discussion about it. And is this available digitally for people to look at? I can make it available digitally for people to look at. Okay. Uh, and let us know about the the pool thing, because I don't want to be the only deviant. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like people have learned a lot about us. This, this. Yeah. <laughs> like for 131 yeah. episodes, Jess has been seen as the innocent one, but she's fucking shed that skin this week as well, hasn't she? <laughs> lots of revelations okay on that note let's wrap up this episode thanks very much for listening as always hope you enjoyed rate and review if you can share with your friends come back next week for more yep bye <laughs>